conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. 11 minutes past 8. Nobody can say that journalists don't do the hard graft and the difficult stories. Andrew Thompson, for four years, you've been tracking quality street packets, have you? It's probably the most important story you'll oh. discuss, uh, maybe maybe this year. Um, I, but I uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, the, it's my annual highlight is, uh, is, is blowing the budget on quality streets and then counting them all out and, and doing the most absurd uh, Re- recollection of, of what used to exist and what exists and how it all has changed and how it hasn't so it's um no no excuses it's a it's a purely purely self-serving story it's it sounded like a lot of work you've done this uh, and the article is very tongue-in-cheek but you've done this quite seriously you've got price per suite at one point yeah so i mean i think there's two sides to it one is that everyone loves a quality street at this time of year and, and some more than others as you as you just said mm. uh, it's not it's not necessarily my favorite but there, there is some sort of nostalgic element to them whether you eat them or not and i think but i think there's also an economic story mm. behind it is how you know how the you mentioned the uh you know that used to come in tins they've done away with the tins now it's in a bag and the bags are now getting smaller and smaller and more and more expensive and so for the last four years uh I've tracked this previously with various news outlets. Now I've done it under a, under my own tongue-in-cheek substack uh, called uh, the Tiny Chart. Mm. And basically, the idea is we we've just tracked the prices over the last four years, and they've gone up. And the price per chocolate is now is now higher than it's ever been in those quality street bags. Okay, Let, what is the the, the 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 size has changed, and they yeah, it, what's it called? Shrinkflation, right? Where the price stays the exactly, same, but the yeah. bag gets smaller. So what have you? What are your findings generally? So on the sizing side, I mean, when, when I first started tracking it, it was you'd get a 500 gram bag and it would be about 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. Obviously, depending on specials, a lot of stores do these kind of Christmas based specials. But yeah. that was the basic 500 gram bag for 100 grand. Uh, when I checked it uh, last week, you were getting the same bag for about 130 rand, but it was now uh, it was now 65 grams smaller. So that bag is, has shrunk significantly. Um, and that has a direct impact on the cost per chocolate. So when I first started tracking it, it was about two rand thirteen a, a quality street, which, yeah. which are on a on a small scale, not not that significant. But if you if you think about you know how easily you can eat five or six quality streets, uh, by the time it's it's two rand eighty three, which it is now, yes. that's that's a, that's a, lot of money. a fairly significant amount of money. Um, so it's for for what's not exactly a, a high quality sort of premium product. Um, it's you, you're not it's not uh, it's not touted at sort of the you know the maximum quality chocolate. So yeah, that's that's basically where we're at now. It's two rand eighty three a quality street. So uh, maybe people will, will be a little bit more abstemious of, around the Christmas table this year when they when they take a fistful of quality streets. Uh, okay, so on average, what are we getting? Forty six chocolates in a bag. Yeah, that's it. So forty six, okay. and I think the the that sort of stayed more or less stable. Um, and and over the years that I've tracked it, I think what's happening is each Ooh, each individual suite is getting, getting a little bit. Smaller, yeah. So, but I think the number of the actual number of sweets has, has stayed more or less the same. It's usually forty-seven, forty-six, um, and and central to this whole ridiculous uh, investigation that I do is uh, is to check how much variation there is in each bag. Because yes. for me, growing up, it was a real excitement that you'd get a bag, and you know, if you had your favorites, the the long thin one or the mm. purple one or the green one, it would kind of be exciting to see what existed in there. But basically, what I've proven over the last three years is that. All spontaneity and uh, and excitement is out the window now, and it's pretty predictable. What are you saying? Every bag has got the same amount of different types of sweets. Exactly. Yeah. So no. when I when I first checked it, there was quite quite cool variation, and there were different varieties, and it was and as it's gone on for the last 
three or four years. I don't know if they've been reading my stories, but Nestle <laughs> have uh, have slowly have slowly sort of uh, dialed in the exact makeup. So this year, after buying about two and a half kilograms of the stuff uh, for my sins, uh, basically there was no variation between any bag. So what I've done on on tinychart.net is actually gone and uh, said exactly what you're going to get in every bag. And I suppose it's helpful if you if you have a favorite that's in short demand, you can be first to the first to the table this year. <laughs> uh, how many how many types of chocolates are in a bag? There are eleven. Eleven, 11 different, different types. types. Okay. Yeah, that's and that amazing. stayed. Previously, there were previously there were a few different variations of of that. And what's happened now is Nestle have bought out um, what was I think an ind- independent chocolate brand from the UK ages ago, and, mm. and they've uh, refined it quite a lot in terms of what's on offer. Um, we are now very much on a par with what you get in the UK. And I mean, these quality streets are probably a bigger deal in the UK over this yes. time of year. Um, and and they've sort of. They sort of wormed their way into into the hearts of South Africans, but so much so that other retailers like uh, the Shoprite Group are actually doing a, a sort of a, a lower priced equivalent that uh, called Regals, and those kind of exist as a as a as a cheaper, uh, probably more spontaneous, more enjoyable kind of option just to kind of spread out on the table, and everyone can pick their favorites. Uh, the what I love is the, the the names of these things. Some have names. Uh, strawberry delight, caramel swirl, fudge and orange cream, but others don't. There's the purple one, as you say, and the green triangle. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think the purple one and the and the green triangle are sort of the OGs of the quality street world. They kind of, <laughs> they kind of the they kind of the guys who've been around the block for a long time, and and people know those ones, and and maybe the toffee finger as well. Yeah. Um, the the sort of long thin one, but but the others have kind of chopped and changed. And uh, until quite recently, there were some nice variations. There was a coffee one, and there was a sort of a, a top deck style one. Now it's yeah. Now they've pretty much dialed it in, and it's like this is what you get. And I can't see it. I can't see it changing uh, anytime soon. So the the originals are there, um, but they yeah. Or, Almost every year that I do this, the universal comment is mm. either, you know, I love them or they're not like they used to be. And, and it's quite a divide, divided world. Even the packaging on the little chocolates have changed. Exactly. Yeah. So it used to be quite sort of uh, quite uh, fancy in a way. Um, it used to have this sort of cling film wrapper and then foil over the actual chocolates. Now it's pretty much they've just gone in for a straight sort of muted palette. Um, that looks pretty much like any bag of sweets. And I think the feedback I've got since the article went out mm. is that it's not, it's kind of lost a little bit of that sort of, that glitz and glamour that mm. maybe they used to have. It's the granny grits and glamour. It was always the grannies that could buy them. Yes. The, yeah. <laughs> uh, how do we compare internationally? As you say, it's it's a British thing, These, these and it's so big overseas, well, in the UK. How do we compare price-wise and with our offerings? Yeah, so, I mean, I self-funded this study this year uh, because <laughs> so so I didn't have the didn't quite have the budget to fly in a couple of the crates of, of quality streets from the UK but uh-huh. in terms of basic pricing I mean the UK is the is the original stomping ground of quality streets and they take it very seriously there so anyone who anyone who missteps or, or if there's any miscalculations or anything people are quick to let them know um, but how the basic cost comparisons are, are you know, I think we'd be shocked how much more you pay for it in the UK, obviously, mm. with the cost of living and, and everything's a little bit more expensive. But what intrigues me is there's a little bit more variety there. So you can still buy the tins, you can still buy the more nostalgic versions of the of the sweets. And I think the most interesting one is the um, you can buy an entire bag of your favorite ones and that they haven't quite trusted us yet uh, with here, where you can't go into a supermarket and buy a, you know, a bag full of the green triangle, you can only oh. buy 
what what Nestle wants as a mix. But in the UK, you can do that. Sure. And then, of course, what I think is quite interesting is you pay a little premium on top of that. If yeah. you only want the green triangle, you can go into Sainsbury's, pick up a bag of the green triangle, but you're going to pay like an extra two to three rand a bag, which uh, which speaks to how they do the bag makeup. You know, mm. they spend a lot of time dialing in the profits um, and matching that with marketing. So it's yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a weirdly fascinating world. It's it's almost like a little bit of a market study that because they can see which are the more popular ones, and you feel sorry for the coffee ones because they'll never get bought. Yeah, well, well, I speak for yourself. I happily have the <laughs> happily have the coffee one, and I think that's the that's the beauty of it. So they have to find that match between you know the the general public sentiment. So I I wouldn't I wouldn't bother with the coconut ones. I, yes, I've had, no, who knows? I've had about yeah, two, I've had about two kilograms of the things on my desk, and the coconut ones are languishing at the bottom now. <laughs> Um, so I think that's the that's the thing, but they also have to match that with the cheapest ones to make and right. distribute. So if they produced a bag with no green triangles, there would probably be some sort of an outcry among oh, green triangle riots. fans. Riots. So yeah, <laughs> more so than on the more important issues in society. So I think that's that's the interesting thing. So they balance the the cost and the marketing, and they find a bag makeup uh, with assistance from engineers and machine operators, and it's a, it's an amazing science. Um, and they landed a bag makeup that hopefully mm. ticks as many boxes as possible um, and, and satisfies as many consumers as possible. Andrew Thompson, uh, thank you very much for your research into big chocolate. I expect <laughs> a, a story on Smarties and how yeah. many different colors you get in the Smartie box. It'll, it'll come soon. And if everyone, anyone wants to see the rest of the stuff, yes. it's, it's all up on www.tinychart.net. And we've gone, we've done graphs. We've gone a little bit overboard with the, <laughs> with all the calculations. So, so come have a look and, uh, and I'd love to know what people's favorites and worsts and, and how they've seen a change over the year. Tiny chart. Andrew Thompson, thank you very much. Freelance journalist, keeping a close eye on quality streets.